RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Fannin. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. So how are you? How was last week? How were your performances? Did you have more positive thoughts last week than negative thoughts? I know you did. How powerful is a positive thought? I can make a positive thought about my food intake, my relationships with my significant other, and that can be felt, read because of body language, emotion, feelings, tonality. So I can not only have a positive thought in my own mind, but I also have the power to impact positive thoughts in other people, especially people I love and care about. But how powerful is a negative thought? Just one negative thought. And let's say you place that negative thought somewhere in the last 30 minutes before you go to sleep. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. I hate my boss. He's an idiot. Wow, that's a collection of negative thoughts. So what goes on the screen of space in my mind? A place, place of work that I don't want to be. I'm going to walk in already prepared for negativity. So right off the bat, I'm now acting like a victim or a judge. That is definitely not what this show is about. So what, what is the Jim Fannin show all about? It's about being in a peak performance zone mindset every day of your life. There's going to be fluctuations, but for the most part, for the entire day, it is possible. It is possible to be positive every day of your life, despite things that happen in a negative way around you. The media, the news, your neighbors, your coworkers, they can all be negative. Everything can be negative, but it doesn't have to be negative in your mind. Because you have free will. So how was your week? Did you get into a peak performance zone state? One where you were disciplined at a high level? One where you maintained your focus on the things that matter? A zone state where you had extreme optimism, positivity, belief, expectancy? And one where you were calm, you were cool, you were relaxed? comfortable being you in the situation, condition, and circumstances that you were in last week? And did you enjoy the last seven days? Now, I just walked through five intangibles that all humans have, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. And those five can get out of balance in a hurry with one thought, one thought of putting myself down. Ugh, I'm such an idiot. That's a negative thought. That puts on the screen of space in my mind that I'm not at the top of my game. What's that going to do? That's going to make a withdrawal in my confidence, my optimism. What else will happen? Immediately, I can be uncomfortable. I can feel some negative stress like it's backed up like a toilet. But just remember, you have free will to hold any thought in your mind and each of these thoughts are actions. They're not just laying there doing nothing. 
one thought that you have has a reaction, your physical reaction, an emotional reaction, and an intuitive vibe reaction. And every thought you have not only can be measured on a machine in the hospital called an encephalograph, but every thought you have is being broadcast. That's a good news. Yeah, that's also the bad news. Think about what you think about. This show is about thinking positive. This show is about attracting the peak performance mindset called the zone. And the zone, it's a mental and physical response to stress. But it's not limited to the superstar athletes. Without stress, the zone will not arrive. Boy, I don't want any stress. I got stress from work, stress from my teenage kids, stress from my wife and I. We're not on the same page. I don't want stress. But you do need stress, and it's called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, E-U, Greek word good, as in eureka or euphoria, good stress. Champions create eustress, Good stress with goal setting, having a vision, a place and time in the future that I will be, and that good stress will attract the zone, and that's where peak performance resides. That is what the show is about, understanding the zone, understanding how you can attract it or repel it, but this show today, it's about how you can impact the people around you in a positive way especially if everything's in disarray and negative. You control your own thoughts, and I believe that if I'm talking right now to uh, a dad or if I'm talking to a mom, I'm talking to a couple, those thoughts are going to dictate how well you live your life, what kind of positivity you have or negativity. Control your thoughts by the time you wake up and look in the mirror in the morning as you prepare for your day all the way through to the end when you brush your teeth and prepare for bed. You are in total control of what you think. There's going to be many outside influences. We need to immunize ourselves from negativity. We need to avoid negativity. We need to delete negativity as you embark on the best life possible. So I got to ask you, do you have a blueprint if you're new to the show, you may or may not have a life blueprint, and that's where every part of your life has a well-defined vision, your relationships, your parenting, your personal finance, your own personal wellness, your friends, your business. Each of these life arenas, intangible, each of them contain your thoughts and obviously, our goal is to have those thoughts in the most positive way. Having a blueprint makes things very, very easy. Here's a couple of zone facts. When you're aware of being in the zone, you're not in it anymore. How about that? If you're aware of being in the zone, wow, I'm in the zone. I'm, I'm, everything's great. I've now gone into the past. The zone is totally immersion in the present. And the zone can last just a few seconds but it can last an hour. It can last one day. I've seen it last weeks. It's very fragile. It's easily disturbed. A negative thought, that can bounce you out of the zone instantly. A dirty look from someone you care about could be that one look that takes you out of a zone state. 
When you're in the zone, your body, your physical body, it'll be at its best. You'll have more strength, more quickness, more speed, more agility, more balance. And if you're an athlete, well, the zone is the only place to be. You'll have more energy and you'll have more stamina. The other faculty about the zone, when you're in it, intuition takes over. It'll govern your actions in a non-conscious manner. Wouldn't that be nice? Intuition that has real-time information that conscious minds don't possess. Well, that's one of the major attributes of the zone. The victim in you, the judge in you, well, it's not there when the zone arrives. Only the champion remains. And when you're in the zone, you'll only go into the future in your mind for strategy or tactics. And you'll only go into the past for swift analysis and learning. Otherwise, you'll be immersed in the moment, the zone. You'll look effortless. You'll, you'll be smooth and cool and calm. And you'll give the impression to anyone around you that you're not really forcing or trying or making things happen in a forceful way. And the thing about the zone that's amazing, it's contagious. One person gets in the zone, another person hops a ride. It's contagious. Can a family be in the zone? Absolutely. Can a department within a major company be in the zone when everything else around them is not? And the answer is absolutely. Can a sports team be in the zone? Well, there's 25 men on a major league baseball team. It's going to require all 25 men, even the ones not actively playing. But when they do play, they need to be ready in the moment. How do you get 25 men on the same page, locked into a zone state? Well, when you do, first of all, you'll win a lot. Everybody's clicking on all cylinders, and your team will have an extremely high standard that typically other teams will not be able to match if there's uh, some equality in, in talent on both teams. So, yes, a team can be in the zone. A pitching staff can be in the zone, and the hitter's not in the zone. So this show is about starting a zone epidemic uh, with the people around you. And um, time may stand still when you're in it. You may even have the experience, uh, the illusion that performing in the zone state, it is like slow motion. But right now, right now, there is another facet, the antithesis of the zone. It's the dreaded downs. It's prevalent. It's prevalent everywhere. It is a semi or full depressed state of being that produces disastrous performances in the proverbial bad day. Unfortunately, this mindset is also contagious. The downs, when everything you're thinking about is, you got to be kidding me, and you approach things with dread, foreboding, and you're negative before you even get started. And if you are in the downs, you don't even want to get out of bed. You'd like to curl up in fetal position. So there is an antithesis or the polar opposite of the zone, and that's called the downs. You need to be aware of some of the symptoms of when someone's being the downs because as a zoniac, as a zone performer, someone with extreme positivity, be aware of people, keep people around you, your son, your daughter, your significant other, your husband, your wife, your 
direct reports in your company, the key people, your boss. You want all of these key people in your life, your mom, your dad, your siblings. Well, obviously, you want them in the zone and not in the downs, the polar opposite. So that's what the show is about. It's about finding that purposeful, calm feeling when nothing can go wrong. It's a great place to be. You'll have 30 40% less thoughts than the average person. And uh, when you're in this zone, all five intangibles of self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment, well, they're lined up and they're balanced at a very, very high level. The zone. We're going to have an awesome zone week. The first thing we need to do is think about what we think about. So right now, rate yourself on a 1 to 10. 10 means, now I'm extreme positivity. How was your self-talk last week? How was it prior to getting on to this podcast? You know, if, if I had a printout of every thought you had today, by the time you woke up and by the time you go to bed tonight, if I had a printout of every single thought you had, would, would you want me to see it as your zone coach? Uh, probably not. Hopefully nobody would be arrested. But, you know, we think our thoughts are private. I can have any thought I want. No one's going to hear it. No one's going to see it. No one's going to feel it. But every thought you have is being broadcast. Well, that's the good news. Every thought you have is being broadcast. Well, that could be the negative news. We're all awake. We're not all aware. Negative self-talk must go. It must go from yourself. Uh, You know, I'm joining a gym. I'm sick of not being able to get into my clothes. Uh, I'm going to have to buy new clothes. I've outgrown my current closet. Well, right off the bat, I'm thinking negative. I'm talking negative. I need to be what I put down on my blueprint. I need to be that now. When optimism is around, the zone will appear. But when optimism and your confidence takes a hit, well, the zone, just like a snap of a finger, it can be gone. So this show is about you being in the zone and you impacting, influencing the key people around you to do the same. And being in the zone every day, that's going to lead to the realization of your full potential. Let's talk about family. And if you don't have an immediate family, and maybe you feel alone right now, you do have friends, there are a circle of people, commit your family, commit the key people that I'm going to help everyone pledge to excellence. I'm going to help everyone that I know, people that I can influence, be positive. So here's a little pledge that can help you be the best team member, the best family member, the best that you can be. First and foremost, create a clear, concise vision for yourself. In five years, where will I be? In one year, where will I be? When the end of this year occurs, what will I be doing? Have a clear, concise vision. Can a family have a vision? Absolutely. Made up of every thought of every family member. Have a vision for your family. Have well-defined goals with purposeful, committed timelines that correspond like stepping stones to manifest that vision. It takes a little bit of time, but every family member 
needs their own personal vision, their own goals or stepping stones that will make that happen. And that's from five years old to 95 years old. Be positive under any circumstances, conditions, or situations. And when negatives arrive, eliminate all talk of being a victim of those circumstances, a victim of those conditions, or a victim of those situations. And no more judgment, no more judging anyone. Problems. Get rid of the word. Turn problems into motivating, inspiring challenges. And if someone talks about their problems, flip it around. And I'm again, when someone, I'm talking about someone in your immediate family, someone on your business team, or someone within your friend's arena, the people that you spend time with. Be the best prepared at what you do and show the people around you what that means and what that looks like. I've asked a lot of uh, kids, tell me about your mom and dad. Boy, is that revealing. I love going to a school and having these small conversations with kids in the third grade, sixth grade, and definitely junior high and high school. Tell me about your mom and dad in terms of their positivity. They're brutal. They say it like it is. You can change those viewpoints to make it extremely positive. But but to do that, you need to see and feel from other people's viewpoints. You need to have those conversations with these key people. Reduce negativity by never accepting it. It's not acceptable. And obviously, drama can be negative. Don't pass it on. Rumors, hearsay, don't pass it on. Respect your neighbor as an equal with the same rights and make sure that every family member feels the same way. Have those discussions. Mentor, coach your children to be positive, world-class decision makers. Don't forget, they're only as good as what they think when you're not there. Help your family be an active part of the community. A 5K run, everybody in the family gets in, gets in the 5K run, a food drive, a blood drive, whatever it is, be an integral part of the community. Be the best that you can be as an example to your friends, to your family, to your coworkers. Is this easy? No, it's not easy. sounds easy. But you must control what you can control, and that's your thoughts. You know, right now, you can be in the past by taking a word, a sentence that I've just said, and taking you back into your family setting or your business setting or your friend setting. You can be in the past, you can be in the future, or you can be in the moment. The best in the world have a blueprint. They've planned the future. It's not restrictive. It's not cumbersome. They just have a blueprint of where they're going. And then, and only then, Once you've prepared, now you can live your life more in the present tense, being active, looking people in the eye long enough to discern eye color. Can you perform in the zone? Yes. Can you live in or near this zone state? And the answer is absolutely. Now, it's a special uh, time of the year. I've got to shift uh, the conversation right now to mom and dad parents because it's happening very soon. Schools around the globe 
provide a system of routines for maximizing learning that's very specific to each student's age and ability. Schools around the globe, very soon, they provide a system of routines for maximizing learning that is specific to each student's age and ability. Now, these routines, they've been breached for about 90 days of vacation. And you, need, you have this arduous task of reestablishing school routines so that your student that lives in your house is ready for the very first day of class. So let me walk through a few tips to help your student establish routines for a very successful school year. Number one, reset sleep patterns. Seven to ten days prior to the first day of school, this process of regular sleep needs to be put in play. You need to wean your student living in your house off of going to bed late and sleeping late. Yes, uh, you'll probably cave. Mom, it's the last weekend before school. Why can't I stay up late? You may cave to that. I get it. Just remember, sleep patterns are crucial for reaching peak performance. And that's not just for students. That's for anybody, sports, business. But these sleep patterns are crucial for reaching peak performance during the first school class of the day and maintaining it until the bell rings to go home. Now, your student hasn't been thinking like that for a couple of months because of summer vacation. This process needs to be started sooner than later, and your requirement is to help maintain that all year. Good luck on this one. You need to be bold. You need to be consistent, and uh, you need to be the mentor and the guide. Next, reset eating habits. You know, once school begins, the eating patterns of the student, well, that needs to be set so they can maintain a high level of energy throughout the day. The routines of breakfast, a snack, lunch, snack, after-school snack, prior to homework, they need to be implemented. And this is totally going to depend on how old your student is. But in fact, the entire nutrition of the student needs to be well thought out well before, seven days before the school begins. Someone other than, than the student needs to be the chief family nutritionist. It's typically mom, but, you know, dad, maybe it's you you got to back it up, and both of you need to be on the same page. Reset eating habits. Exercising the brain. You know, the NFL spring, uh, the uh, preseason is going on right now. And just like the conditioning and the exhibition games of the NFL, well, why do they do that? They prepare each player is preparing for the upcoming season. Well, your student needs to warm up and begin to train Maybe rehone or go over the basics of math, reading, writing prior to the school year to allow your brain to stagnate for three months. And I'm not saying your, your students do that, uh, but to be stagnant for, for three months without reading, uh, to me, that's a travesty for super learning and, and just learning itself. Is it too late? Hey, it is what it is. But right now, you, your student needs to read and write and start that process at least seven to ten days prior to the first day of school. And if there's a textbook that you already know the student's going to have for a grade and they're available, oh, you can start there by reading a few chapters ahead of time. Math skills, boy, those can easily erode over the summer. And if your student had a 
challenge uh, with math, and let's say they're second grade, third grade, and they had a challenge, it wasn't easy, well, review the previous year's math basics before they go back to the next level. Four, the next set of things that you can do to help your student be the best they can be, set academic goals. It's these goals that can get a student into a zone state of super learning. Establish well-defined goals. That is a hallmark of a champion. I've never met a champion, a world champion, that didn't have a vision that woke them up and put them to bed at night, and they had corresponding goals as stepping stones to make that happen. Each student, regardless of age, regardless of grade, needs academic goals with corresponding strategies and tactics for reaching them. Set goals for each class. And then here's the tough one. you got to hold your student accountable. Yes, they need to hold themselves accountable. But until they do, you need to hold them accountable, period. Identify priorities. Football games, dances, playing video games, watching TV, social media, homework, sports, extracurricular participation, uh, hanging out with friends. That's all part of each school year. Does academics top the list of priorities? When is homework to be accomplished? Before dinner? After dinner? After school? When can I watch my favorite TV shows? When can I play video games? This 90-minute to 120-minute or more homework routine, well, that needs to be placed in your student's schedule before the school year. One other tip, Sunday night is a great night to prepare for the upcoming school week. It's also the best time to prepare for an upcoming business week. This is a routine that uh, your student can take this into adult life. Ask great questions on this night regarding their upcoming week to help your, your kid get ready. Every Sunday night, visualize the week you want. Know what tests are coming up. That's a routine Sunday night preparing for the best week ever. Remember, one week, well, that's one fifty-second toward reaching an annual goal. I guess I got to talk about social media. This activity gets its own mention. I mean, smartphones aren't always smart. Sometimes they're dumb. This device is your student's pipeline to the rest of the world with emphasis on their peer group. Self-discipline, concentration, well, that doesn't always mesh with a cell phone. No cell phone usage during ho- homework. None. Yeah, but I've got a junior in high school, you know, she always has her phone and she's got it there with homework. And No, no cell phone usage during homework, period. No cell phone usage after certain hours. You decide the nightly cell phone curfew. It depends on your kid. I know that. It depends on their age. As a student or guide to a student, you need to know three things about social media. What is my responsibility? What is my authority? And lastly, what will I be held accountable? Monitor this activity. You're a guide. You're the mentor. You're the teacher. You are the influencer of thought. And you can help your kid get in the zone or not. And you don't need surprises. Keep abreast of where and when your student goes on the web and who they communicate with. You know, there's some bad actors out there. You already know that. Risk and reward. Risk and reward. This subject needs to be addressed frequently with every student. 
Everything they do, everything they don't do has a positive or negative consequence. What is the risk of doing this activity? What is the reward or consequence of doing this activity? You know, when you have that risk and reward talk, you need to give it and you need to repeat it often. What's the risk? What's the reward? Oh, the reward's not that great, but the risk is, well, I shouldn't be doing that activity, should I? Doesn't make sense. Ask questions. Yell and tell? That doesn't work. That's not a great form of communication. Many of us have been raised with that form of information delivery, yell and tell. In order to turn your child into a viable and responsible decision maker, then great questions will eventually produce great answers and ultimately great actions. Asking great questions that can easily, or asking a question that can be answered with a terse or a mumble, yeah, no, those aren't great questions. Ask questions that cannot be answered with a mumble, yeah, no, Prepare this type of communication. Be consistent. What are your goals for your grades? How are you going to accomplish them? Give me a list. Let's talk about it. And then we got to talk about the almighty peer group. Now, if you've got a child under 12, um, just know it's coming. Birds of a feather flock together. Mama's right. You better be careful what friends you've chosen. Interview, research, keep tabs on all of your students' friends during the school year. Don't put your head in the sand. This definitely includes monitoring all social media. And again, that depends on the age of your kid. But if you're, you're paying the phone bill, it's your phone, not their phone. Your student's circle of friends, that's the main influencer of how they approach homework, speech, dress, music, and any other behavior. Police, the peer group. Also, Meet all the parents of your kids' friends. This is going to tell you a whole bunch. It's going to tell you a lot. So get ready, Mom and Dad. Yes, as parents, we need to prepare to assist our live-in students setting, organizing, managing the best routines for maximum learning. But this also pertains to family activities such as dinner together, chores around the house. Everybody's got to pitch in, family outings. Sibling behavior, community service, your student's priority is preparing their academic year and maintaining good grades. But don't forget the family. It's this institution. It's the fabric of our country, and it needs constant building and repair. Make your student an integral part of the family. Keep them in the loop of all upcoming activities and make your name your family brand name. Make each family member proud to showcase this name, your name, in the community. As parents, we have the sole responsibility, accountability, and authority to oversee the education of our children. You can become friends with them later in life. But for now, you're the guide. You're the mentor. You are the coach. Be consistent. Be, be the coach. Be the teacher. Be the guy. This isn't always cool. I know that. But pay now or pay later. This will pay dividends positive later. All right, Mom, Dad, good luck. You're the role model, our, stu- role model our students, schools, communities. You're the role mo- model our country needs. Have an awesome, awesome 
school year. So let's go to the Zone Cafe. You know, each week we cook up um, five, five little meals. Self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. And you're in your car pulling up to that Zone Cafe drive-up window. you got to place an order. So for this next seven days, what do you need to be your genuine, authentic best self? You can order only one of these items. You can come back later and order something out. What do you need right now? Do you need a blueprint? Do you need well-defined goals for the week? And do you need to commit? You have the free will. Do you need to commit to the stepping stones, the, the tasks that lead to the goals and the, and the vision? Is that what you need? If you're self-disciplined, you've got not only a well-defined plan, but you've got strategy, tactics, and you're committed to it. If you need that, take it right now and drive away. You don't need anything else. But maybe you have a plan. You just haven't focused. It's summer. The weather now is a little bit better. Boy, it was hot for a while. But, you know, right now I'm just trying to get my act together. But maybe you need concentration. Maybe you need to focus, really focus on the task at hand and be in that moment. If you need concentration because you've been juggling too many things, too many thoughts, and you need less thoughts, order concentration right now. Be aware of what you need. Maybe you need optimism. Maybe you need confidence. Maybe you need trust that what I got's enough. And if you need this with some belief and expectancy and a giant slice of hope, if you need optimism, order that right now. But think about optimism. Act on optimism for the next seven days. If you need optimism, order it. It's at the heart and soul of the score system that attracts this zone state. It's the fulcrum. It is your belief system. But maybe maybe you've got a blueprint. Maybe you're focused and maybe you are confident, but maybe you're stressed. Maybe the news of the week, the news of the past week, you know, the news can be extremely negative. And what happens in other parts of the country and the world, it can, it can drag you down. Maybe you need relaxation. And if you do, first thing I'm going to tell you is you need to breathe. You can set your alarm every two hours the time you wake up, 7 a.m., and set your alarm for 9, 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m. Set your alarm. Every time it goes off, <sighs> lower your breathing. The average person has 15 to 17 breaths per minute. When you are stressed and you need relaxation, you may go over 20 breaths per minute. That's going to restrict your body, and now you'll hold a cold longer. You'll heal less less time healing. It'll take you longer to heal from an accident, an injury, a wound. Relaxation. If that's what you need, order this big, tall drink and breathe. Lower your breathing. The best in the world when they're clicking on all cylinders for the day. They have a plan. They're focused. They're confident. But their breathing is under 10 breaths a minute. You need to try that. That's longer inhale, longer exhale. But maybe, just maybe, you need more than that. Maybe you need some enjoyment. little laughter, little pep in your step. Do you have the satisfaction and the pleasure of executing all these tasks? So if you need some smiles and uh, 
some positivity, some enjoyment in your life, order it right now. And as soon as you order it, smile. You know, smiles are free. They add dopamine into the bloodstream. And the more you smile, especially smiling to other people, well, the more you get it back. And uh, enjoyment, that's the bottom line. It's the last letter in the word score, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment. And uh, enjoyment is at the end. It's the end product of what it's all about. So now you've just been to the Zone Cafe. Your awareness is going to fix things 90% of the time. Just being aware. So where do we go from here? Where do we go? You can influence the self-discipline in another person, in your home, having goals, having shared vision. You influence that. You can influence concentration by keeping things more simple, staying out of the past and replaying negativity, focusing only on what serves you. You're in control of that. Optimism, relaxation, enjoyment. You know, every person in your family has a higher low level of these five markers. And as a head of a family, head of a team, or maybe you're the leader within your informal group of friends, you can control the conversation to whether it's going to be positive or negative. You can refuse negativity. So let's do this. For next week, it's National Influence Optimism Week. Who can you influence, and how do you do that? How do you influence someone else's confidence and optimism? First of all, success breeds success. Everybody wants to know they're appreciated. Everybody. Your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad. Everybody on this planet wants to feel appreciated. So maybe you just need to come out and say it. I appreciate you. I see what you've done. That's amazing. Give a compliment. Give a positive. Second, you're an integral part of something greater than yourself. Boy, that bolsters optimism. I feel great about my company. We're doing great things. I feel great about my family and how well they're doing. I'm an integral part of something greater than myself. Well, flip this around. Everybody on your family team, everybody on your sibling team, everybody on your work team, they also want to feel they're an integral part of something greater than themselves. Make sure that you've expressed that. Make sure that you communicate that. And and sometimes it's just a simple, blunt, you know, I really appreciate what you've done. I mean, you've helped us have the best family possible. I really appreciate what you did last week. Our department is so much better because of what you've done. And it could be something very small, but you add small things amongst eight people, they each doing small things. That's how great things happen. So provide positive feedback on small successes. How much do you influence and be an integral part of this National Influence Optimism Week? Smile. Give a smile, get a smile. Give a smile, get a smile. Engage. Be, be in the moment. What does that mean? That means don't look at your cell phone in a conversation. That means look people in the eye long enough to discern eye color. Make them feel that there's no place you'd rather be than with them right now at this point in time. Now, there's another thing that we can do. 
You've got some negative people in your life. You've got some people I know you would love to influence and flip from a pessimist to an optimist. I know that. Who are these people? Think about them right now in your mind. Do you see them in a positive, non-judgmental way? Or do you see them realistically? They're slackers. They're not great students. Uh, He's an idiot. Are you judging them and seeing them how they are? If you want to influence people and influence people's optimism, well, you have to see them optimistic. You have to see them how you would like for them to be. And this is for your own kids. How about your own significant other? Do you see them and think about them in your mind when you've been away from them? Right now, if you're not with your significant other, when you shut your eyes and see this person, are they positive? Are they successful? Or are you seeing them depressed? How, how you see them is important because every thought you have is being broadcast. A physical reaction, emotional reaction, an intuitive reaction. And then last, if you really want to influence optimism in everybody you meet, especially your key people in your life, you need to go to bed positive. Positive. You only see what serves you well, and you need to wake up the same. The zone. It's the only place to be. It is available for you right now. And when you leave this podcast, make up your mind. I'm going to share anything I've learned with other people so I can make my family better, my business, my company better, my friends better. And I'm not going to stand for negativity. I'm not going to stand for going into the past in a negative way. And the one thing I'm definitely not going to do, I'm not going to replay negativity and put it on a loop and then take my imagination and project it into the future because that is going to back up like a commode, like a toilet. It's going to back up on me. It's going to back up on you. And now you're going to start worrying, anxiety, fear. This next week is about influencing the mindsets of people near and dear to you. Influence their optimism. But first, you need to be optimistic. I'm Jim Fannin. I coach champions. That's why you're on this podcast. A champion. Starve the victim in you. Starve the judge in you. And feed the champion. And do the same for everybody that you're in contact with. Have a zone week. It's the only place to be. And be the genuine, authentic, best self that you can be. Until next week, be in the zone, everybody. This has been America's most positive podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey, hey, everybody. I know you're used to that game, uh, Where's Waldo? Well, for the last two months, we've been playing Where's Duffy? 
well, I need to take a break for a little while so I can focus on some other projects. I'm going to explain to you this week what I've been doing and why I've been so nuts and why I've been so quiet. Because I've been out there living life, working my ass off, opening up another restaurant, shooting another show, seeing the world, living life, and hanging out with my girls at the same time. My girls are pretty badass individuals. You guys hear me talk about them. Well, this week... I'm going to talk about what I've been doing for the last two months. I hope you guys have the opportunity to get over here, get that subscription back up. Let's go get over and listen to Duffified Live. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.